Good morning, Flag Leather Doctors are in. I'm Dr. Scott Cleos. And I'm Dr. Andrea Cleos. We are here once again to talk about your health and health issues right here in Flag of Volusia and St. John's County. We're in the middle of the holiday seasons. It's Advent. I'm learning what Advent's all about. And it's Hanukkah. And it's Hanukkah started this week, so there's a lot of festivities going on. Parties everywhere, right? We've been couple of uh, celebrations uh, already. Uh, We've got a few more coming up. My own group is supposed to be having their celebration next weekend, and uh, we can't attend. Unfortunately, we can't attend, but fortunately, it's because we're going to go see our daughter graduate from college, right? So that's exciting. So I hope you guys are enjoying your holiday or Advent season or Hanukkah or whatever you're celebrating this year, Festivus, right, for the rest of us. Uh, but um, it's uh, it's been a good year, been a fast year. I can't believe yeah, we're at the very end of 2023 fast. already. Uh, so, you know, hopefully you guys did something to improve your lives, make your health better, did something to, you know, really give back to your community and uh, your family or something uh, that you can be proud of in 2023. But if you didn't, you got another chance here in 2024. And so I pose to those of you that uh, maybe made a New Year's resolution list. I did. I have it on my phone to pull out that list and see which one of the resolutions or more of them that you are able to achieve. And I hope that in the next several weeks, you think about what you want in the upcoming year. You know, we do this for our accounts and our taxes and our businesses, but we not always do this for our health and our life. We may begin the year with good ideas, but we don't carry it through throughout the year. So I encourage you to pull those lists out or begin to make the new list and keep it on your phone. And so that throughout the year, you can reevaluate that list because you want to have a good life and you want to be grateful and you want to be thankful. And we've got some really cool things that we want to share with you that are going on in Flagler and what I went to last well, not weekend. Just Flagler. There was also, we've been to some of the events. Um, you know, of course, St. Augustine has their Nights of Lights up there, which is right. beautiful. And then um, we've got the Esplanade down in uh, Daytona Beach, which we walked around with some friends of ours, a gift from the Bring Browns. the cheer into the season. Yeah, right. it's awesome. I mean, it's really nice. If you ever get a chance to go walk down there, they've done an awesome job with that. It's really improving the downtown. And then we've also, something I learned about, Andrew and I went to the um, uh, WNZF and uh, the you know, Kicks Country and our mother radio station up there in Bunnell, uh has a holiday party every year, and it was kind of interesting. You, you're, you're supposed to come in your pajamas, and they had breakfast <laughs> at night. It was interesting. It was wonderful. But it was very it. nice seeing everybody. We I go, love when things are different. Yeah. So we Wakes up, us up. So we went up there, and we learned about a, some events that are actually going on up in the uh, Bunnell and Palm Coast area. And some of them are really cool. And Andrea's got a couple here that she brought brochures on. We're going to go see them ourselves in this fantasy lights around Central Park at Town Center, right? Is that one Yes, of them? yes. And the story, if you all don't know the story of fantasy lights, is is absolutely beautiful. And this is what the Christmas season is about. So um, the Christmas season is about love and giving, but it's not always giving money and things, but sometimes it's to make things better to bring happiness. And that does sometimes take money. But the story of lights is a gentleman who um, 
who actually came into an area in Florida, Evers, Evansville, Florida, and actually brought about, uh, saw this uh, colorful light um, display. And his younger daughter, Tiffany, at the age of 10, said, Daddy, can we bring that to Palm Coast? And he wasn't sure he was going to be able to in a small town. But then through the help of the Rotary, after her passing... That was back then. Palm Coast is no longer that Yes, small. now it's booming. Um, and um, basically, through the help of the Rotary, and I just love the Rotary because they always do wonderful things. We had an exchange student from Europe um, and just, just a wonderful organization. And, um, and they were able to create this beautiful Central Park uh, at Town Center, has this beautiful display of fantasy lights, and it's incredible. So, well, we we think it's incredible. We haven't seen it yet yes, ourselves, but, but it, we're going to go and report the, back to you guys. All the beautiful, they have the star arc, they have the um, partridge in a pear tree, the two turtle doves, all these beautiful displays, each one of the lights unique and different from another. And all these are companies that have come together to support this um, light event, the lighting event that stays um on until the 30th of December. So make sure you take that walk and bring your family and enjoy it and uh, thank the Rotary and for um, and for these beautiful families, Mr. Butler and uh, Mike Kupier, K-U-Y-P-E-R-S, Kupiers, and uh, for, for doing this in our cities and our towns because especially here, in um, Flagler County because it just brings more dynamics to a beautiful county that's already existing. Wait, I want to talk about, that reminds me of a very nice event I had at my hospital. You hear Andrew and I of late have been very disappointed in the delivery of health care, the inaccessibility. There's a lot of factors that are really contributing to, I think, the um, deterioration of the doctor-patient relationship, which we've iterated on this show multiple times in the past. But I did have an experience this past week. I was on call where the my team, not my direct team, but members of my hospital came together and really showed compassion. I mean, above and beyond, I thought. And I'm going to give you guys the story here because I think it's worthy of sharing during this holiday season. But um, we had an older couple, uh, probably in their mid to late. Oh, no, no. He was 83, as a matter of fact. He was, as I assume, she was about the same same age. And they were visiting from out of town, uh, from up north with some family members. And this gentleman had a long history of, you know, vascular disease and probably had a couple of heart attacks in the past. And um, he was in a hotel room and was getting some eye drops or something for, you know, his eyes and his wife was going to put the eye drops in. And as she's grabbed, she takes the bottle from him and his eyes roll back in his head. He becomes unresponsive and she calls 911. All right. Because probably been through this before. And um, she calls 911. And then he becomes lucid right after that. And he looks at her and he goes, no, no, I'm okay. He goes, I don't think I need an ambulance. And then right after he says that, goes out again. Well, that was the last words that he said, right? He doesn't need an ambulance. Because he, um, the, the EMT showed up and he was out and basically was in cardiac arrest and they resuscitated him, ended up intubating him in the field, bring him in. He arrested again on the way in. And we, of course, did the workup in the ED and he had large amount of pulmonary embolus to his right lung, uh, which probably 
precipitated his cardiac event uh, because, you know, when you break clot off from your legs, it goes flying up uh, through the venous system, goes to the right heart, and it gets pumped out into the lungs. That's a pulmonary embolus. And, you know, the symptoms of that can range anywhere from asymptomatic to death and everything in between. And it was kind of interesting because usually when you get that large burden of clot, it usually goes to both lungs, but for some reason it preferentially went to the right with not a lot of um, clot on the left. But anyway, they called me up and the guy's intubated and, you know, he's not doing well, even intubated, his saturations, which means he wasn't getting oxygenated very well, and they didn't think he was going to make it. So, you know, I've got the ability to come in and suck clot out of the, the pulmonary artery. And so I said, yeah, it sounds like we need to probably do something. And I came in, he was breathing over the vent. The wife was so nice, but she was there by herself because she's out of town. She had no family with her, no nothing. And um, I kind of explained to her what was going on, and he looked like he was in really bad shape. So I called anesthesia, and they kind of reiterated, this guy's not going to do well, probably. I said, well, this is the only chance that he has. So we went up, and we sucked all the clot out, but I think the damage that was done to his heart was already done, right? So as we, I restored a lot of the blood flow to his right lung, but he's continued to deteriorate because I think, you know, his heart just wasn't doing well. And actually, at the end of our procedure, he coded again. We had to do some chest compressions on him. The wife is sitting out in the waiting room of my um, IR suite, uh, and she probably hears the code blue and all the people come running. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, that poor lady. Here she is. She's out of town. And, um, you know, sitting out there listening to all this stuff going on. So. We got him back. Um, you know, he survived that event, and the anesthesiologist and I decided that we're done. Okay, he needs to just go back and just to the ICU, manage him medically. And I went out to go try to talk to the wife and tell her what was going on. And when I walked out, there were members from the ED who took it upon themselves. I guess heard that the, there was a code blue up in the interventional suite, kind of knew who it was, who came up and sat with this lady. And one of the girls had her arm around her and was just comforting her. And the woman looked so peaceful, you know, and just so happy that there were people there that cared. And I'm watching her interact with the three girls that took it upon themselves to show some compassion. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, finally, this is, this is what medicine's all about, you know, showing, showing that we care. And I think that's the problem as we become, as medicine becomes more sterile, you see less and less of this. So I was so proud of the team that I, of course, called the chief medical officer and said, listen, I don't know, you know, what we can do to find these girls. I didn't even know their name. And I didn't want to, you know, like start giving them, you know, lauding them and giving them accolades in front of the, the, the wife at the time because I wanted her to think that this is status quo. This is what always happens. Well, and she needed to be focused. And on she needed to be focused on that. that. So I didn't really say anything at the time, but I did tell the chief medical officer. And I said, listen, I really want these, you know, these girls recognized for going above and beyond, in my opinion, and really taking care of, you know, our patient and their family and and uh, what they did is they went back and looked at the security cameras in the in the hospital oh. and were able to find them. So, you know, that that made me feel good. And I don't know who these individuals were. They're going to send me their names. But, you know, I, I'm hoping that that's a trend that is going to continue and not just an isolated event, because that's the kind of stuff that we need all the time in medicine, not just during the Advent season, during Christmas, during whatever. 
But, you know, the compassion, I think, goes a long way because, you know, the, the gentleman ended up passing away, as I expected. But hopefully, you know, that event um, showed that woman that, you know, we care here, you know, in Belusha and Flagler and St. John's County. And when she goes back, you know, I hopefully she has the comfort that there were com caring and compassionate you know, medical professionals who took good care of her and her husband to the best of our ability. I mean, the outcome, you know, was probably inevitable and, you know, it would have been nice to be different. She went home with her husband, but I just think it was his time and he had to go. But, you know, uh, I thought it was a wonderful holiday type story, but hopefully it's not just limited to the holidays. And so sometimes what happens in our lives, I think all of us can attest that it seems in the last... 30, 40 years, as we have had more technology driving us and everyone's on their phone and everyone's paying attention to phones or TVs or we're not paying attention to each other. We don't stop and take a minute to say, hey, how was your day? Hey, how are you feeling? I'm too busy. I don't have time to check on that person. You know, in the old day, we'd help, we'd help our neighbors and our friends. The only time I see that is, you know, and it does bring joy to my heart. I just hate to have a hurricane to do it, but it seems like the hurricanes and neighbors come out and you actually see them and they help each other. But, um, you know, maybe, maybe this Advent's easy, maybe this 2024, as we talk about uh, reflecting on the new year, bringing about some more thoughtful behavior for our neighbors and our families. Well, I think what we need to do is look, you know, do a little introspection, think about what we need to do to be better people and kind of, you know, let bygones be bygones and, and really reach out to our neighbors and ignore the media. I think the media is the most toxic part of our society right oh, now. Not all media. We're kind of like radio is kind yeah, of like a media. Most media out there is <laughs> just pathetic, uh, you know, and to drive viewership or whatever, they, they seem to be dividing us. Drama. Uh, drama, it's drama. drama. And, you know, and you're going to have bigots. You're going to have people who just hate, who just are just ugly, and there's nothing you're going to do about them. But, you know, for the media to emphasize that and, you know, divide us is so wrong, in my opinion, and that's what they thrive so, on. So, so just listen you know, to radio just, yeah, stations and be attentive to the ones to that us. are positive. We'll tell you what to do. The yeah, positive things that do. are happening in life and the things that motivate you to be a better and healthier person. So... So we're going to have to take a quick break, all right? And when we come back, we will talk about some other events that are going on during the holiday season right here in our own neighborhood and backyard. Uh, if you have any questions for myself or Dr. Andrew, as always, you can email us at the doctors in D-O-C-T-O-R-I-S-I-N at WNZF.com. You're listening to the doctors in on WNZF News Radio, 1550 AM, 94.9 FM. Stay tuned. We'll be back in a moment. Radiology Associates has been a trusted name in Volusia, Flagler, and St. John's County for over 50 years. Radiology Associates is the first and only radiology provider to bring our neighbors of Flagler County 3 Tesla MRI, 64 slice CT, and time of flight PET CT in our Palm Coast Imaging and Town Center Imaging locations. This is our community. Our doctors live here and strive to provide only the best care to you, our neighbors. For more information about Radiology Associates, visit us online at radiologyassociatesimaging.com. 
and we're back. For those of you just joining us, we were talking about some events going on right here in Flag of Lucia, St. John's County, some of the beautiful holiday offerings that we had all the way from St. Augustine with the Knights of Lights, and um, we've got the Esplanade down in Daytona, also a beautiful walkway, and we've actually got some things up in... uh, up in the Palm Coast area uh, that Andrew and I have not even been to yet, but there's Fantasy Lights around Central Park at Town Center. Um, it was inspired by a family whose then 10-year-old daughter was really impressed with the light show that they went, and she asked her dad if he could possibly bring this back to the Palm Coast area, and back then it was, you know, Palm Coast was a little tiny little village, but now it's uh, pretty substantial, but long story short is that uh, he was able to, you know, garner some support from the Rotary and some of the local businesses, and now there's this awesome display around Central Park at Town Center um, that um, is seems like a really nice event we're going to go see and report back to you guys uh we also have a couple other things that are going around town here one of them is this playhouse is that no what it? happened was a playhouse burnt down in oh, flagler that's and not a good it thing. was a very sad situation and you know when we were at the radio station christmas party there was these sweet young girls because you know these are our youth this is their activities and their healthy activities Um, And the playhouse needs to be rebuilt, and we need funding for that playhouse. So you can contact 386-313-5876. It's uh, flaglerplayhouse.org, www.flaglerplayhouse.org, and help rebuild and donate to this playhouse, because that's our youth, and that's a healthy important thing, not for them, but also for us as a community to support and rebuild. These are the wonderful things that you can do in your community to keep it thriving. How did thriving. it burn down? I'm not sure it was an electrical fire or what exactly happened, but we, we do need to support that and continue it. But these are the kinds of wonderful things during the holidays that are important. And, you know, Scott was mentioning, Dr. Scott was mentioning earlier how health care... You can call me Scott. Yeah, how healthcare um, actually has taken twists um, that we're not proud of. But there are some other twists that have done really well in medicine and the pathway to healthcare. Um, I was at a lecture, I gave a lecture for the College of Medicine, actually for FSU, Florida State University, the STRIDE program. And this is a phenomenal program. Students, STRIDE stands for Students Together Reaching Instructional Diversity and Excellence. And it was a woman by the name of Dr. Thesla Anderson. And 30 years ago, she was um, put to the charge of trying to incorporate a pathway or a pipeline or pathway for students who didn't have the financial ability um, for various reasons or came from dysfunctional homes, but really loved science or wanted to get into science, um, to give them a pathway to higher education and learning into healthcare, into the healthcare profession. And this starts from high school, middle school, even high school, to college, um, and then even on to graduate school, um, whether, it, in, whether it be in medicine, whether it be into nursing, being a nurse practitioner, physician assistant, into engineering, you know, medical engineering, into um, uh, chemistry, biochemistry. And this has been 30 years now. Students came back that were in this 30 years ago and now are vascular surgeons, um, OBGYN, 
um, successful nurse practitioners, um, family practitioners, internists all over the country. Some, one of the fellows is at a, um, working for a drug company. I think he's advisor. Um, just uh, unbelievable outcome. And these, these young adults, or actually some are my age, were actually talking about how they were hearing gunshots outside their home and would have never thought that they could have achieved um, this academic direction success. success. But it was through the guidance and support through this program. Um, Our daughter has dyslexia, and she actually was part of the STRIDE program uh, in the in our county school system. And she went to, we thought she was going to be using University of Florida because she always said, no, I'm going to be a Gator. I think we've mentioned that on a show. And then she did this stride summer program where she was um, being at the medical school, following medical doctors and residents and saw what it was like to be a part of the medical environment at FSU. And she's like, this is what I want to do. I want to go to Tallahassee. Completely changed her direction and is going to be graduating next week. But I just applaud FSU, the College of Medicine, the Stride program, the, 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 the whole support of this Stride, and U Stride is the undergraduate Stride program, and just the, the ability to carry students from various you know, environments all over Florida into higher education, into science. And so it's really nice to see these things. And I think sometimes we... We need to reflect and find the good things in life to keep us happy and positive so that we continue to promote um, exciting things. Again, not just at Advent or Hanukkah or the holiday seasons, but um, throughout the year. So I think it's a, a phenomenal program, and it's another program that could always benefit from support, financial support. Um, again, that's called the Stride, S-S-T-R-I-D-E program with Thesla Anderson. There's two S's? Yep, two S's. And so if um, any of you are interested in supporting that academic direction for students in need, we'll be happy to give you um, Thesla Anderson's contact because she will help direct that funding into this program because it is her baby. And she's been doing this for 30 years and just got her doctorate in publishing the uh, data from the success of this program. Pretty fascinating. That's awesome. Yep. Hey, you know what we forgot to mention for the uh, events around town, of course, is just the drive through Stations of the Cross. I mean, yes. that's normally... Well, that's Easter time. Well, I mean, but yeah. it doesn't have to be just Easter. No, it's I mean, a if reflection. If you want to reflect and, mm-hmm. you know, go drive through, but that's in the Corona uh, area of Palm Coast. You just take uh, Old Dixie Highway. Is it Old Dixie Highway? Yeah. Yep. yep. Old Dixie Highway. You can take it off Route 1 or you can take it off 95 and go down to Flagler, the... Flagler, right? It's Flagler. Yeah. Flagler it's Flagler area. County. Mm-hmm. And then just, you know, head down uh, uh, towards um, St. Joseph's Monastery mm-hmm. and then you go drive around there. It's not yeah. lit up or anything. They don't have lights on that, do they? No, no, but that's always, it's it's open until like 6 p.m. Yeah, so go yeah. and see that. So another event, and uh, we've uh, given you guys a lot of options to donate to really great causes. I know Andrew and I are going to do that, and uh, you can, um, what else can they do? Just they go out and have love. a great time. You can love during this very important season. Love More the doctors than- are in. That's what you need to do. <laughs> More so than... You know, the presents, which Hallmark gives us uh, this need to give presents and gifts. 
but is to learn to love. Love, and, and that that is something that gives back, actually. When you love and you give to those in need, you actually really make a big difference in people's lives. So. Well, I think after the show, I'm going to need a foot massage. <laughs> what do you think about that? Dr. Andrea. I, I know that you're always in need of something, but I'm, I, I'm a, a good mas- wife. <laughs> yep. And I like when you use that little finger to go between the toes. You oh know, I love gosh. that. Oh my gosh. X-rated show. Maggie's going to call in. It's another X-rated show. <laughs> really work between those toes. I love that. Oh, that would be so nice. You so can we, give that as an early Christmas present. We Maybe hope you guys are present. getting ready for an amazing Christmas to love and reach out to your family. Yes. I don't know. What else are you going to say? I was just going to say to love and reach out. And then you <laughs> stared at me and looked at me like, what? Well, I've been thinking about that foot massage. I can't stop thinking about it now. It's going to be <laughs> okay. awesome. We're going to get you a special foot massage. You're actually Tara. This is what happened last time. Yeah. So when I was, you know, we used to have a roommate. Uh, Tara rented a room for us for a while. And I would always be like. She was amazing. Yeah. A she nurse's was a very nice girl. Um, she actually took care. Yeah. Of St. Uh, uh, Father Joseph. Father Joseph. Yeah, I was going to say St. Joseph. Person. Father Joseph. And, um, you know, I used to, she used to hear me say, Andrea, can you rub these feet for me? Come on. So she went out and bought me for like one of the holidays or my birthday, a <laughs> yeah. foot massager. Yes, she, she <laughs> And we still have that somewhere. Yeah, we do. I tried to hide it because I'd like, you know, I mean, the foot massage is great. Touch. Yeah, I want someone to actually squeeze those toes, you know, and actually, <laughs> you know, move the bones around a little bit. But, uh, you know, I don't think I'm going to... No, no, the, the foot massager does that too. You just need to use Andrea's, it. Andrea is not real enthusiastic about that. She doesn't like my... She doesn't like the way my toenails stick out beyond the edge of my okay, toe. Too much information. She says that that is not... Yeah, a, and I don't maintain your toenails. My and you toenails look fine, and you Andrea. you cut them properly. Andrea is constantly criticizing my toes, and she's the one with the hallux valgus, the little oh, bent that's, foot, that's and all just, that other stuff. And I'm like, oh, you make fun of genetics. my toes. My toes look good. And I put my spacers to help prevent from I got a little worse. hair on the yeah. back of them, like, you know, a hobbit. But <laughs> other than that, they look pretty good, I think. You know, I mean, I maintain good toe health, wash them every day. You know, my toes are so clean, you could eat off of them. Oh, that's great. That fact. will not be happening. Well, all right. Well, if you guys have any concerns about my toes, you can write in about that and, you know, try to encourage Andrea to take better care of them in 2024. I know that's going to be on I think my the better list. thing would, for you to do is donate to the Playhouse. Instead of calling in about the uh, toenail issues of Dr. Scott. my toenails. I'll take care of those. Yes. Call in about the Playhouse. We need some donations. All right, guys. Well, listen, it sounds like we're running out of things to say this week, so we're going to wrap things up. Uh, Hope you guys have a wonderful holiday. Before we talk to you again, we're going to see Juliana graduate from college. Our our baby is actually graduating from college, which means Andrew and I are getting very... You want to have any more kids? Uh, You're done? Oh, at 56, I'm done. Yeah, I guess I'm done too. I really went to my urologist probably 20-some years ago. So yeah, we're probably done with all that. So no more kids for us. We're just going to, you know... Live vicariously through eventually grandchildren. We're going to promote longevity. We're going to promote, yeah, so Andrew and I are going to promote longevity and just keep doing this show for the next 40, 50 years, right? (laughs) I'll be 109 still talking to you guys on the radio. (laughs) Who knows what Palm Coast is going to look like then? And Flagler County. And Flagler County and Volusia, but, you know, it should be exciting. Hopefully Hopefully it's a healthy, thriving mecca of wellness and 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 happiness. happiness. Right. All right, guys. Stay happy, stay healthy. We'll see you next time. The Doctors are out. The Doctor is in radio show paid for by Radiology Associates.